welcome you all to yet another session of our Tabula Rasa Talent Webinar class. And for the newbies, I'd like to reintroduce myself. I'm Oluwashe Yolariwaju, Senior Human Resources Associate at Create Careers. Today, we are going to be discussing interview preparations, sealing the deal. I can assure you that a recorded version of this webinar will be made available and you can contact us on LinkedIn Instagram and Facebook for further questions regarding our talent webinar series. It's a joy to tend to your career needs. Like I would always say, just a little housekeeping before we get started. If you've got any questions, kindly type them into the question box in your Zoom. And for those jo just joining us for the first time, welcome. Welcome to our Tabula Raza Talents webinar class, webinar series. Don't you forget to visit our web website and social media platforms for more resources on career development. So that being said, let's take a look at what we have on the agenda. And, the, and on the agenda today, we've got quite a number of contents to be discussed. We'll be discussing learning objectives, introduction, why interviews are important, interview basics before and during the interview before the interview during the interview interview role play maneuvering common interview questions and interview types common interview questions competency-based interviews interview tips after the interview once we've concluded on our topic of discussion we then proceed to this to the last slide which is question and answer In the course of partaking in this webinar, we all will get to understand the purpose of an interview, recognize the importance of attending interviews, know how to answer interview questions, know how to sell yourself at an interview, and lastly, understand why even the best people fail at interviews. Introduction. Do you have a job interview coming up? Are you prepared? The best way to get ready for an interview is to take the time to review the most common interview questions you will most likely be asked, along with examples of the best answers. Having an interview on what's to be, having an interview, an idea on what's to be said can eliminate a lot of interview stress. Just the thought of one having a job interview can make lots of candidates overtly nervous. Just imagine yourself sitting just across from an absolute stranger with an intimidating presence, not because he or she is being deliberate with the attitude, but because at that point in time, you feel like you're standing or sitting before your owner as he can make or mar your career. Even your palms are sweaty, breath uneven, mind racing, while he or she drills you relentlessly with questions after difficult questions. If this sounds familiar, you're not alone. It is not a new thing for candidates to get nervous before the interview. However, interviewing is a two-way street. It is an opportunity for you and the employer to get familiar with one another. On the contrary, interviewer, inter, interviewers do not deliberately ask you difficult questions just to see you make a mistake. Funny enough, employers want you to do well during the interview. You see, there's a heavy investment of so much time and money these people do screening and recruiting candidates. The sooner they can identify the right person, the sooner their job is done. The good news is that the more experience you get with interviewing, the less nervous you will feel. 
anyway, I'm already giving you all a glimpse of what we'll be, we'll be talking about in the next few slides. Let's check what we have next. Aha. Interviews are one of the essential parts of recruitment exercise. In fact, it is inevitable because one way or the other, you get asked what you could do to impact in the company or what skills you got that can be of great benefit to the company. Here, we have a number of items to deal with. Talking about importance. So one, they give you the opportunity for you and your employer to decide how well your skills align with the company's needs. Take the best, best workers in any field. What do they do that makes them so successful? They understand what it takes to execute effectively, and then they do it. When a product is delivered on time, the pot drops in the hole. Interview gives you an opportunity to assess whether your, your, your qualifications and career ambitions align with the position. Two. Being persistent, proactive, and resilient helps you get your own seat at the table. Employees look out for those who don't wait to be told what to do before they swing into action. Those who own their role in driving change and take the initiative from day one. You have to make your own seat. Three, before jumping ship to a new company, you inevitably need to test the waters during the job interview. Interviews shows the employer what you can do for the company. If it literally depicts your personality. Four, the interview is a vital step to obtaining a career position and often depends on your skills in marketing, in marketing your potentials. It simply has to do with what you have to offer. Next slide. So we have the interview basics. Putting together a solid resume and cover letter. In the process of getting called in for an interview, like most job seekers, you may be thinking you just threw on a decent outfit that morning, arrive the interview venue on time and wing it. It's fine if your goal is to be like most job seekers. If you prefer to stand out from the crowd, preparation is the key to mastering a job interview. Plan ahead, organize your thoughts and materials, and follow these steps to ensure you're well prepared to present yourself in the best possible light. So we have the first one, early arrival. Being late is not a good way to impress the interviewer. Be neatly dressed, don't look dowdy and unkept to an interview. And for men, cut your hair and trim your beards neatly. Don't look like a Taliban who's just returning from Afghanistan and be, be respectful. Be respectful and humble. You know, you may not know, but your test probably started from the moment you walked into the interview premises. I've met a security official who told me to let my hair down while going in for an interview. He told me to also wear a gown in place of skirt and top, and top as it's one of the things the interviewers consider in their screening exercise. Of course, there was over 200 candidates and they really never needed that amount of presence in their company. So any little mistake is what you get disqualified with. So don't look down on anyone in there. Next, 
use good English. I mean, use good English command. You can even practice some English words before setting out for the interview. Thankfully, you can now type your words on Google and listen in on how the words are pronounced. So make sure you know all the vocabulary to describe your background and work experience too. So emotional intelligence. This is the ability to recognize your emotions, understand what you are being told and getting to understand how your emotions affect people around you. It also involves your perception of others. As soon as you understand the interviewer's questions, this allow, allows you to manage your responses more effectively. And the last one, CV presentation for the last part. Assemble your resume in a professional way. Ensure your resume is presented in a way that makes you a strong contender for the job being applied for. Before and during the interview. So preparation is key. I had earlier on said that preparation is key. The most important step to landing a job at all is being prepared for your interviews by doing so preparations you feel by doing some preparations you'll feel more in control feel more confident calm and collected in the course of defending yourself before your prospective employers these are the essential qualities always looked for in a perfect candidate let's check for more tips to help make a big impact at job interviews Um, sorry, so for the interview, we have and plan, prepare, and perform. Plan is easy to it's easy it's easy to see why a well conducted interview can give an excellent insight into the ex experience, skills, and character of your applicant. Let's look at a couple of things to consider to plan for the best results. Your planning options aren't limited to a one-to-one -one meeting. There are so many interview formats to consider, but most time, mode of interview is determined by the hiring manager or the employer who only have to groom yourself. You only have to groom yourself for what is to come. When making interview plans as an interviewee, you've got to consider identifying your skills, experience, and qualities, and how relevant it is to the job applied for. And consistency is essential. So on prepare, it stands, in terms of being ready to shine during the interview, it is important to thoroughly prepare. This means doing solid research on the company, the people you will be interviewing with, and industry trends that are relevant for the sector. You will be working for the sector you'll be working in. The key to putting in a good performance and securing the job is what I'll say is preparation. We'll be treating some key elements that can help to get you interview ready. For instance, the type of interview. There are different types of interview and it's best to get accustomed to the type being used. It will be it will be face to face, phone and um, phone call and lastly video call. This will enable you get the needed items ready items ready. You know if need be, it can it kind of makes sense to do at least one mock interview before the real deal. If possible, have people reach your performance. Some level of confidence is developed that way. Collect your writing materials your interview invitation, your credentials, two to three copies of your CV because some officials will want to test your level of seriousness by asking for a copy of, of course, 
you can't tell the interviewers you had one sent into their database. Wouldn't that make you seem unserious and carefree? Trust me, these items will always come in handy. If you do your research, definitely get to understand, you definitely get to understand the company size and her mode of dressing. Just don't be overdressed or underdressed. Appear neat and smart. Lastly, get to understand what needs to be done after interview. It's, it's often advised that an interviewee or candidate should always send a thank you message to the company or, or hiring manager hours after he or she leaves the venue. And again, few days later. This doesn't make you desperate, you know, it, it only shows you've got courtesy. And lastly, on perform. Once you have landed the interview, you're already among the top candidates for the job. Congratulations, the job interview is your opportunity to impress the hiring team in person with your specific skills and qualifications. And perhaps most importantly, demonstrate your fit for their, for their specific needs. So this here are the things you need to act on, on, act on prior to the interview. Don't be rigid, be expressive. Your gestures actually shows the interviewer what you are. And the moment they start telling you you're not audible or ask if you're timid or sense that you're nervous and ask you to slow down with your words, you're putting a negative impression of yourself out there. Secondly, in, in fact, it's very wise to get to know. It's actually wise to get to know about your prospective boss and maybe the hiring manager. Some people don't like heavy makeup. Some like bold and daring. Some like challenging people. Some like to see beautiful, handsome, elegant, and classy candidates. An example is Globacom. If you've been to a Globacom interview, you know it's a survivor of the fittest game. I mean, you've got to look, look your best and you have to wow them with your looks. Your hair has to be on fleek. Makeup should be glowing and properly blended. Your dress, eh? <laughs> you have to look like Agbani Darago. You must be dressed like you're going for a fashion show and then your intelligence counts it all. And that's because the company renders services to lots of customers. And these candidates, should, candidates will be going in as the face of the company. They don't want embarrassment for the company. That's how some organizations work. You like to smile, make friends, care for friends, for people. Are you unflippable, um, empathetic, or persuasive? It's your chance to display some customer service skills at the interview. So don't hold back, let it all out. You know, if we're all following my previous explanations, we discover that I touched some parts of this earlier. These things are essential and inevitable in every interview session. The next one is four. So while at the interview, do endeavor to be true to the interviewer about your feelings. There's absolutely no reason why you should pretend to understand the interviewer if you do not. If you do not, means you're not being sincere, and that way you're sending a wrong a wrong signal to the interviewer. And five. For me, getting to research about the company and the management staff, even knowing a few things 
about them gives you some kind of confidence as you will be bold enough to express yourself and even penetrate the interviewer by coming up with valuable ideas they'd want to consider ideas they would want to consider so for six don't be ridiculous with this idea just succinctly describe the idea and liken it to the current interview discussion Interview role play. So interview role plays can differ somewhat in terms of length and format, but they often include similar characteristics. In most cases, role play interviews are 30 minutes to an hour long, depending on the complexity of the scenario. So generally, the interviewer or hiring manager will provide you with the scenario and give you the necessary information to prepare to solve the situation. Often, you also have time to prepare a strategy before beginning. After explanation and preparation, you perform the role play itself, usually with the assistance of one or more staff members playing the other roles. Once you solve the problem, you will receive an assessment and feedback from the interview on your performance in the role play. Role play interviews differ tremendously from more traditional types of interview that are usually more conversational in nature. However, role play interviews can be very beneficial, but let's check the steps out for guidance and better understanding. So for step one, get familiar with the role, open-ended inquiries. That is questions that can be answered with a simple yes or no. So we have the bookend. Apply the bookend method. Helps increase your capacity for energy and resilience before you know, starting the role play. We have the preparation, prepare bookend. Have an adjustable structure so as to allow the ability activity to naturally unfold. unfold. Get accustomed to the exercise by practicing and continuously and continuously. Just be yourself, stay calm. So just be yourself, stay calm and collected so as to understand the exercise because the more you're tense, the more you get yourself worked up. Pull yourself together. So continuation on um, interview role play. This is an angry, this is a role play um, between an angry customer and a customer service or a sales uh, manager. And then we have the marketing executive trying to sell his product uh, or service to um, a customer. So we have the role play one, which has to do with um, the angry customer trying to complain about the um, gym equip equipment she bought from them a while ago, and she had been trying to contact them with no response from them or no action from them. And she needs to get a clearance on what is going on. Then we have the one who is trying to sell his product, his service. He happens to be um, a, a marketing manager or let me say a business development personnel. And he's trying to make, he's trying to sell his um, service to a human resource official. 
So we will be listening to a few um, audio recording just to get to understand what is being said here. My name is Oluwanyo Salajiji, the sales manager of AB Gym Supplies. It came to my attention that you are unsatisfied with gym equipment which you procured from us. Coming to your attention. I've been calling for almost a week now. I am truly sorry about that. Would you customer very seriously? And I'll get to the bottom why this is just reaching me. You had better do. Again, madam, my sincere apologies. I'm not certain of the nature of the problem, but sometimes they could have been different from the manufacturing process, or perhaps it damaged my avocado during shipping, or sometimes it could even be from installation. I've been hearing is possible causes of the problem and not the solution. What am I supposed to do with that? I know, madam. It is easier to solve the problem when we understand the cause. Can I please ask that you allow one of our technicians come to inspect it and ascertain the nature of the problem to enable a quick and satisfactory resolution? It's not sounding like I have a choice in the matter. What if I just want a replacement or a refund? If you insist on one, madam, we will have to oblige you. But for the purpose of reporting and processing, we still must ascertain the cause of the defect that necessitated the replacement or fund before we can take either of those actions. Please bear with us. This will be resolved in under 48 hours, starting the technician's visit being scheduled right away. Okay, proceed. Thank you very much for understanding. We sincerely apologize for any inconvenience caused as our customers remain the sole purpose while we are still in business. We work tirelessly to ensure that your experience with us will be worth it. Is there anything else I can help you with, ma'am? No, nothing else. Thank you. Thank you, madam. And do have a nice day. So this here is a role play between two parties. First one is between an angry customer and a customer service personnel. And we can see and hear how well he handled the issue. Good afternoon. How are you doing today? Good afternoon, sir. I'm doing very well. Thank you. How about you? I'm doing fine as well. Thank you. So let's go down to business. Your job of is marketing and sales, and your marketing efforts have to be targeted at SME. Can you tell us in all that two minutes what your marketing plan would be? And assuming I didn't have an enterprise, pitch me your services. Sure, and again, thank you for the opportunity. Well, I understand the fact that SMEs provide a lucrative marketplace for B2B businesses, but they are an audience that is very fragmented and widely diverse. The fact is that SMEs do not have the luxury of time and a robust budget for seemingly non-essential services. As a result, the road of corporate campaign is less traveled. The primary focus of a typical SME is survival in competitive world. The continual need to meet customers' deliverables as well as the constant pressure to be profitable, even as they evolve. As a result, the best way to target SMEs is value adding visibility. They need to see you, and in a few seconds, your subject needs to be offering them value you know they truly need. This can be done through direct mailing, thought leadership, content engagement, and so on. Okay, that sounds interesting. So, how will you build a plan around this? Thank you for that important question. I was actually getting there. The plan would be simple enough to attract SMEs and more importantly to retain them. Since all SMEs are on a journey, they are consumer focused. Our plan must revolve around their customers, how their services can be of benefit to them and by extension their customers. 
I would propose a, con a constant engagement um, system and a periodical conferences on how SMEs can better improve their services and acquire more customers. The content engagement can be in several forms. The daily post, like the Monday motivation, the Fact Friday, next Tuesday, and other holiday themed content, and so on, which will be available all across all social media platforms. This will serve as a daily reminder to potential clients that are still in business ready to serve. It also improves our visibility. There is also the content engagement in form of weekly newsletters, which will be sent around facts, tips, and any information which can be useful to SMEs on how they can grow their businesses. Okay, you can proceed. Essentially, the periodic conferences are the most important. By organizing conferences and seminars, we can improve our visibility while making revenue since some of these seminars can be paid for. These seminars will be centered around these SMEs, their customers, as well as other individuals. This way, we are expanding our vis visibility to anyone that cares about our services or knows someone that does, and at the same time, strengthening our brand. Capitalizing on our strengths, one of which is our price range, we can convince SMEs that our services are necessary for them to scale up. It doesn't end there. We can even reach out to business owners who we think would be interested in our services to inquire about the problems they occasionally face and how our services can be a solution. The key to this marketing plan is that we are giving SMEs the opportunity to allow us solve their problems. Okay, I think I've had enough. This is brilliant. Thank you. You appear to be well on your way building a career in business development. It's very well done. Thank you very much, Ma. I really appreciate the kind remarks. Okay, so the second one is between a marketing executive and a customer who needs an understanding on his products and services. Wow, it was really brilliant. And I do hope this is how you're feeling in our webinar class too. So back to the marketing audio we just listened to. We can see how he discovered he was diverting and then adjusted on that immediately. We can also see he was fluent in detail and straight to the point, but less talkative. Maneuvering common interview questions and interview types. Questions like your strengths and weaknesses, what are common interview questions? So we have questions like your strengths and weaknesses. You know, it is unnecessary to talk about your personality flaws or strengths that have, to, have no bearing on the job. Never say anything derogatory or anything that might diminish your image or credibility. For instance, what, what is the point of saying you're, you're chivalrous in an interview about a job description that is divinely unconnected to chivalry? So for weaknesses, it shows that you are indeed a work in progress. Examples of safe weaknesses include perfectionism, workaholic, reluctance to delegate duties, etc. So for point two, Details about yourself. This is a question that can be related to an elevator speech. That 30 seconds, I need you to understand that the fact that it is your chance to sell yourself or make a point. You being able to answer these questions as expected makes you 50% away from the second interview. When a hiring manager pops the question, can we meet you? Take it up as a real opportunity to wow him or her. Why doesn't imply that you should speak in too candid or animated and or an animated fashion? Rather, you just speak very lucidly and with your polished English. After glancing through your CV, the hiring manager probably just wants to meet you in person to confirm that you fit the bill. So do ensure to be impressive with your introduction. So 
So for three, it's about competency and why you should be hired. It is more interesting and compelling if you can allude to how your competencies have ensured you, you excel in virtually every task that you have taken on, especially the ones that are similar to the job description. Always be prepared for major questions like this. Point four, on a general level, it suffices to want a particular organization because of their collegial work culture, good environment, scope and range of work, career projection, prospects, inclusiveness, and culture market dominance, and even sentimental professional fulfillment. What's your reason for choosing the company? company? Still on point four. People like assurances since they can hold you to them and can justifiably come around to bite you in the in the chips are in the chips are down if the chips are down. So we have five. Through what means did you get to know about the company? Just explain if it was through a friend or a social media platform or even recommendations through a friend. There's no hard feeling. For point six, it has to do with offers given. Remember that job interviews are an assessment of value exchange. A potential employee is also assessing whether this organization is a good place to work. So desperation is counterproductive. Simply expatiate on the value you're well qualified to bring to the organization if given the opportunity. On seven, question seven has to do with what your long-term goals are. Organizations have unique work culture, and because work environments are peopled by individuals, some measures of loyalty and stability is imperative. Some organizations will not bother with you with bother with you if you are the type that would simply just walk away. This is not entirely a bad thing, nor do some organizations really care about, about this. But the job role may require some level of stability, maybe because of how critical it is to the organization. So it's best to understand your job role and the culture of the company. Also, this measures compatibility with the organization. If your goal shows a, a misalignment, then though you might be qualified for that technicalities of role, you may not be a good fit for the organization. You need to understand that not getting a particular job is not always a bad thing. What other ways can you impact on the company aside your greed? That's point eight. This depends on what skill sets you, you have been able to acquire. If you know you do not have very good, good grades, gather skills and begin to do this early enough so that before you active, actively search for jobs, your CV would be enviable enough to compensate for the absence of great grades. And lastly, so before you apply, apply, ask questions about the work culture to ascertain whether or not you will have a good a, a, a full law firms in the US and the UK requires an acceptability that work that the work-life balance will be severely skewed to favor work over balance or work culture in, in places like Google, Facebook, or even Amazon tend to appear to favor the life over the balance. This depends solely on who you are and what you prioritize. This depends only on, on who you are, like I said, and what you prioritize. If you agree to work over life, you cannot complain. 
two months down the line, when you start missing out on your kids' schools events, the point is, don't allow to rock the lie to keep the job or end up frustrated and leave. So what is competency-based interview? It is also known as structured behavior, structured behavior or situational interviews. They are designed to test one or more skills or competencies. The interviewer has a list of a list of set questions, each focusing on a specific skill, and your answers will be compared against predetermined criteria and marked accordingly. They are completely different from the usual of unstructured interviews, which tend to be more informal. In unstructured interviews, recruiters often ask random, open-ended questions that are directly connected and beneficial to the job. These questions include what can you do for the company? Why did you apply for the job to get an overall impression of who you are? A competency-based interview is more systematic and each question targets a skill needed for the job. The following are the sample behavioral questions. Sorry about that. So for sample behavioral questions, we have described a situation where you disagreed with a supervisor. Tell me about a time you had a conflict at work. Tell me about a situation where you had to solve a, a difficult problem. Describe a project or idea, not necessarily your own. That, that, was, that was implemented primarily because of your efforts. Do you feel you work well under pressure? If so, describe a time when you have done so. Give me an example of a time when you motivated others. Tell me about a time where you had to delegate tasks during a project. Give me an example of when you showed initiative and took the lead. Tell me about a time when you missed an obvious solution to a problem. Tell me about your proudest professional accomplishments. So that's what we have about sample behavioral questions. When you get asked with these um, questions, you already know that these are competency-based interview questions. So we have the STAR um, interview method. The STAR interview method is a technique that can be used to prepare for behavioral and situational interview questions. STAR represents the word situation, tasks, action, and results. This method will, will aid you in preparing clear and concise responses. Those instances where you are asked, where, where you are asked to provide a real life example of how you handled a certain kind of situation at work and in the past, the SCAR interview technique offers a straightforward format you can use to answer behavioral interview questions. Let's break down that framework. So like I previously said, SCAR is an acronym that stands for situation, set the scene and give the necessary details of your example. For task, describe what your responsibility was in that situation. Action, explain exactly what steps you took to address, address it. Then results, share what outcomes your action achieved. It's much easier to share a focused answer using these four components to share your narrative, providing the interviewer 
with a digestive book, but compelling narrative narrative of what a candidate did. Says there, they can follow along, but also determine based on the answer how well that candidate might fit with the job. Interview tips. The job interview is likely to be the most essential step you will take in your job search journey. In fact, it is your best chance to express to the company and hiring manager the fact that you're the best person for their job. To help you land your next job, here are some job interviews, interview tips. A job interview is an opportunity for the hiring team to access their job candidates to decide who to hire. The most critical aspect of this decision usually comes down to fit for the position being filled. Therefore, your primary goal in an interview is to make that case that you is to make that case that you are an exceptionally good fit for the job. So then there's need for you to work with these tips just so you don't get thrown out just within five minutes of going through the interview session. So get ready to give your responses, be, be enthusiastic, and don't give excuses that are irrelevant. So no one likes a complainer. So don't dwell on negative experiences during an interview. Even if the interviewer asks you point blank, what part of the job have you liked least? Or what did you like least about that previous job? Don't answer the question, or more specifically, don't answer it as it's been asked. Instead, say something positive and relate to your interviewer's question. Pay rapt attention to yourself. If you can't manage yourself at a job interview, it will, it will be quite difficult for the recruiter to entrust the company in your care. Because just like they say, action speaks louder than voice. Getting glued to your phone makes it obvious. <coughs> so getting glued to your phone makes it, it makes it obvious. It makes it obvious that, sorry. So getting glued to a phone makes it obvious that you're an unserious person and it gives the recruiter the, um, the idea that this is the kind of thing you will be doing. And when a, an, a recruiter gets to find you holding on to a phone or takes a call while in conversation with him, he definitely has the impression you treat his business so nonchalantly. And lastly, oof, I'm literally face spamming about this one here. Chewing gum is okay if you are trying not to have a bad breath while addressing the interviewer or hiring manager. But come on, you can't have a gum in your mouth once you step in an interview venue. That speaks a lot of volume about your person. If you're a good fit for the job academically and maybe looking at your experience, that one act can be one of the reasons you lost the job. <clears throat> So don't be so particular about the salary that is that that it it seems like that's all you are interested in. Be vast and smart enough to express your interest and convince the hiring manager by utilizing your skills judiciously to sell yourself. Have them see that you're worth the salary. It is essential to maintain professionalism. 
So the hiring manager is looking to find someone that will be a pleasure to work with. Try to relax and allow your personality to shine through your through during your interview. Discuss your experience and how it's impacted in your personal personal life. Look for opportunities to sell yourself. Smile and affirm what others are saying during the interview. After all, they want to hire a person, not a robot. After the interview. While there's a lot of opportunity during this time, some candidates may also encounter challenges. For instance, some may express concern about when is the right time to contact a potential employer, how should it be done, and how often the following tips will help you, and how often. So these are the tips that will help you feel more confident, professional, and justified in your post-interview follow-up and might put you at the top of the candidate shortlist. There's always a question to be asked in interviews. The kind of questions you ask, ask shows your level of reasoning and how detailed you are. It makes it clear you're interested in the company and the hiring manager. So you already know an interview isn't just an avenue for the hiring manager to grill you with interview questions. It's your chance as well to detect whether the job is the right fit, is the right fit for you. That is, it is essential to go into the interview with a few questions to ask of your own. What do you think you want to know about the position, you, a, the position you'll be filling? What happened to the previous staff you're taking over from? The company's profile, what's the department like? What's the team like and how are their roles linked to yours? Other examples, how the interview found is or experience at the firm, fulfilling and why? What is the interviewer's best experience working at the firm? Like I had earlier said, sending a thank you note doesn't make you need, needy, but appreciative of the time spent so far. A job interview gives you that avenue to present yourself as a strong candidate for the role. Putting a thank you letter forward at the end of the interview helps to continuously make a good impression of the potential employer. Reviewing what to include in your note gives the courage, gives the courage component um, Compose, compose a strong letter that makes an impact on the hiring team. So these are the questions you should put forward to an interviewer. So organizational culture, what are the typical career paths, necessary qualities needed, challenges and opportunities experienced by the company. So describe the culture of your organization, kindly outline the typical career path for, some, for someone in this role. What are important qualities what important qualities do I need to excel in this role? What are, what are the main challenges and opportunities the organization is facing? And that's all. Since we've come to the end of this class, session, uh, this class, let's proceed to the question and answer. So if you have questions, please just type in the box on your Zoom. What would you like to know on this topic? Kindly put your questions here by typing in the comment section.
how can you know your interviewer does not like heavy makeup or a guy with beards? That's why you need to learn about the company you want to work with or you are going for an interview with. You have to know about them. You have to get to read about them, what they like and what they don't like. In fact, you can also check to see how the um, executive or how the executives in the company dress, because sometimes they seeing, they seeing you dressed like them kind of gives them an impression that they see you, they see them themselves in you. How can a candidate wow the interviewer? How can you know your interviewer does not like heavy makeup or a guy with beards? How can a candidate while the interviewer? For, so for that one, by being the very best of him or herself, an interview is a platform to showcase your skills and sell yourself. Your responses must be relevant to the job and I like, and I like the values you will be bringing to any team. Speak broadly, but be able to hone in on the required skills per job. How can you know your interviewer does not like heavy makeup or a guy with beards? First, it is your responsibility to find out about the culture of the organization you're applying to. You cannot tell everything from the outside, but some, something, some things are pretty obvious. The rule of thumb is to look tidy and not distracting. So what are rounded open-ended questions? Open-ended questions are questions that cannot be answered with a yes or no. The type of questioning is actually a gift for an interviewee because it allows you to tailor your answers in a way that you are able to highlight your strengths and competencies. It shows how quickly you think on your feet and your ability to take control of the conversation. Is it a must you ask questions during the interview? How can you know your interviewers does not like heavy makeup or a guy with beards? No matter how good some employees are, there are some that can't stand the face-to-face -face interview because of pressure. And this can be a minus mark to them, but are good at the job. How can we 